Hello again, everybody. It's Drags, episode 242 of Patriots Beat on the CLNS Media Network. You can find us at www.clnsmedia.com. Follow us on Twitter at two locales, at CLNS Media and at Patriots CLNS. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com CLNS Media. Of course, before that, you put the backslash. You know the deal. You know who else knows the deal? One Phil Perry. He joins us once again uh, on the Patriots beat and is gracious enough to spend a little time here to talk what else but Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. And uh, I want to get your read, Phil. We'll get right to it. Um, The the report uh, breaking here on Wednesday night is that Tom Brady indeed will return in 2018, but he'd like to revisit um, his contract, which has... um, two years and 28 million left on it. What do you think? So I have a couple of thoughts. I would say this. Um, The fact that Brady is expected to come back in 2018 isn't all that different from anything that Adam Schefter reported on Wednesday or that Tommy Curran has been reporting for really over a month now. Um, That has always been the assumption that has always been the likelihood is that he would be back. But I would say this, the fact that there is any uncertainty at all coming from the team side, which is what Schefter's report indicated Wednesday, um, that there is any uncertainty from Brady's side, um, even if it's just 2% tracks, that is news. Uh, And the fact that He spoke and looked directly into a camera for Tom versus time, a production that he had full editorial control over. And he sat on the couch and he said, I have to figure out where my convictions lie. I have to figure out as I'm getting all my injuries worked on here, why am I doing this and who am I doing this for? This has been an, this has been an off season unlike any other for Tom Brady um, and for the Patriots. Things are not great in terms of the relationship between the coach and the quarterback. That's something that Tom Carn has said for a long time now, and it is sort of at the root of, of this whole issue. And so all of that is news. So I, I, I wouldn't dismiss Tom's reports for sure, or Schefter's reports. Those are two of the most plugged in guys when it comes to the new England Patriots uh, on both sides, whether Absolutely. it's Brady or, or the teams. Uh, you know, I put, I put their re- track record up against anybody's. And so I don't think those should be dismissed. And so while I, I understand Rappaport's report and I believe it, and it's again, it's not all that different from what Schefter said. He was quoting people saying, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back, but we don't know for sure. And he hasn't said anything for sure. And I can even tell you this. I, I reached out to somebody in Brady's camp tonight, Trags, and you know, like it would be very easy for somebody to come out publicly on the record and say the, rep, the, the, the Schefter report and what Tom Curran has been saying for a little while here now. Uh, it's laughable. I'll, I'm going to be back. I was just in Cutter. Like everybody, take a deep breath. It, all is good, but they haven't done that yet. So, I, I there is there is something there. So I would be careful not to just dismiss everything because Ian Rappaport said that he'll be back in 2018. Okay, here's how I come back at that. You know, fans want to know: is there anything that we should be reading into these stories? And it's really hard to say. I, I think with any definitive, you know, purpose that that Tom Brady is not coming back, and I think fans get very confused. No, 
again, uh, um, I, I think fans want answers. And so I, this is what I would tell them. Um, because, again, I, I don't think Schefter was saying that Brady's not coming back. And I know Tom has, has, has not been saying that. Tom was on EEI, I heard, um, on Tuesday and said, listen, he, that A, he hasn't been able to pin down 100% yes, he's coming back, which if, you know, for Rappaport to be able to do that and be confident in that, that's great. But Tom put the percentage odds on Brady not coming back at like 2%. So, like, again, I don't want people to get confused. The story, in my opinion, isn't whether he's coming back or not. The story is that these, there is uncertainty there that wasn't there before, and there is a back-and-forth drags in the media that is totally out of character for this team. Going back to Tom's report um, earlier in the fall where he said that this had sort of an end-of-the-party type of feel to it uh, through the Seth Wickersham report, everything that happened with Josh McDaniels, post-Super Bowl, what are players thinking about Bill Belichick? This has been an, uh, an end of last season into an offseason unlike any other. And so I would say to fans, number one, expect the quarterback to be back. Yes. Um, number two, I wouldn't make a whole lot of plans in terms of 2019 and 2020 if you plan on buying a game ticket and assuming you're going to see Tom Brady there. Like I, I think that would be premature to say that. Um, but I would also say number three is that – there's stuff like, again, for Tom and Schefter um, to be reporting what they're reporting, they, there are, there could very well be um, other things that they're trying to ferret out, as Tom would say it, like <laughs> that, that they're hearing that they don't feel comfortable reporting yet. Like that, that this isn't um, this isn't by mistake that you hear what Seth Wickersham had to say during the season and what we're hearing this offseason. This is not made up out of thin air. Okay, let me ask you this, point blank. What is the difference um, in their situations between Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski? I think Rob, Rob Gronkowski's is about money. Uh, I think um, I would tend he to has agree every with that. Right to be to be wanting a new deal um, because he's set to be paid not as the top tight end in the league, not as the second paid tight end in the league, but he's he's worked his way down the list because he's working off of a deal that is, that is six years old at, at this point. Um, and I, I think that's sort of like the under um, reported maybe factor in the Gronkowski situation is that he signed a contract that at the time looked great because it's money. Um, and at the time he was a guy who was coming off a lot of injuries and we weren't sure about the long-term prospects for his career. And so great Drew Rosenhaus got him this deal with a bunch of guaranteed money that was going to pay him at the time really well well just so happens the guys put together a hall of fame career and the contract was terribly outdated and so if you're the patriots how do you not look at that contract every single day and pat yourselves on the back for getting you know for winning by knockout in that situation in that in in the negotiating room there so for gronkowski i believe that is the factor for brady i don't believe that is the factor i understand uh you know mike garofolo reported on wednesday that he would be open to revisiting his contract, which um, that's all I've seen from the Garofolo report. There could be more there. I have to be totally honest with you. I haven't, I haven't watched all of NFL network tonight. So there, there may be more meat on that bone. Um, but I would say the Brady issue uh, runs a little deeper than that. Maybe he wants more money. That could certainly be true. Um, I think it's deeper than that though. I think it's um, about the atmosphere. I think it's about, 
um, the culture. I think it's about wanting to be appreciated at work. Again, something we heard in the Tom versus Time documentary from Brady's wife. Yep. Um, I think it's about wanting to spend time with his family. I do think that's part of it. I do think he's at sort of a crossroads in his life when he's trying to figure out how to balance everything. You know what he wants I, to market himself. He wants to prepare for life after football. I, There's a lot of things that Brady I, wants to do that run counter to the culture that Bill Belichick has established for almost two decades right now. So I get all of that, Phil, and what I and I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think that Tom t- getting away from it all physically, like getting half a world away from the chaos or even the sense of tension that might be around him when he's in new england and and in the heat of the moment thinking about oh what do i have to do this off season to get my engines restarted he wants to reset with his family because he hasn't you know if you i'm sure you've talked to tom uh you get a sense that he would have liked to have probably spent a little more time with his family now that he's into his 40s uh, and this is his way of doing that. And if that means not going to, you know, off-season voluntary workouts, wink, wink, but uh, off-season voluntary workouts, then that's what it means. Yeah, and I think that's a difference, right? That's, that's um, you know, we know we've missed off-season workouts in the past. Um, but, I mean, you said wink, wink, Gerard Mayo put it in air quotes, optional. Right. These, these workouts are, are quote-unquote, air quotes, optional, um, because here in New England, as it, as is the case in many NFL cities, uh, you're expected to be here. And it, it is an important time, the coaches believe. Um, and the players will tell you they believe. Um, it's important for camaraderie. It's important for establishing that, that culture and that mindset for the upcoming season. This is the, this is the first week back to school, and the way Mayo put it on our podcast was, if Brady and Gronkowski aren't back by next week, then we really have a situation. And, and his reasoning was this: Phase one of the organized um, team activities are primarily weight training and conditioning. And when you look at Brady and you look at his training methods, uh, he's not going to be doing a whole lot with the rest of the team in the weight room this time of year. Um, it, it maybe the same is true for Rob Gronkowski. Honestly, I don't know what his ratio is of band work to weights at this point, but um, we've been led to believe that it's a lot more the former than the latter. And so for those guys not to show up for this stuff, sure. Okay. You know, maybe it's a statement, maybe it isn't. If they're gone for more significant time moving forward, even if the, the workouts are optional, that is, that's an issue, according to Mayo. And somebody who knows Bill Belichick very well has obviously been in the program for a long time. So um, I think that that would start to cross over into not being nuclear uh, from from their perspective, Brady right. Gronkowski's, but the statement gets much louder if they continue to stay away. Speaking with Phil Perry of NBCSportsBoston.com, an excellent, outstanding uh, reporter and uh, columnist uh, covering the New England Patriots, along with Tom E. Curran for uh, NBC Sports Boston. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about a new wellness brand for men. It's called ForHims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness now can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions 
to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help keep your hair are available. No waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or even a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash TRAGS, T-R-A-G-S. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash TRAGS, 4 slash TRAGS. Speaking again with Phil Perry of NBC Sports Boston. All right, Phil. I know you've been doing a lot of draft work, and your breakdowns have been terrific. I've been particularly interested in... Thank you. Absolutely. You've earned it. (laughs) Um, Nobody does a better (laughs) job, Phil, than than you do of of breaking down uh, potential uh, ways the Patriots could go. And I think, obviously, people want to know, could they, first of all, move up in the uh, draft uh, next week and take a quarterback? So... It all depends on how they see this class, and I've been trying to um, figure out exactly how they they rank this class and how they rank some of the players in this class. And um, I would say this. If they want to trade up, they have to be in love with the guy. And everything that I have heard, I would say say 90% of what I've heard, going back to the Combine till now, talking to people around the league, is that this has been – a pretty overrated quarterback class. Now that's looking at the class as a whole, because I think a lot of the people that I've spoken to, uh, they look at somebody like Josh Allen, who is now projected by many to be the number one overall pick. And they say, that is crazy. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. It but... could, but it shouldn't. And it's an indication of exactly where this class is. People trying to make something out of, not nothing. I don't want to say Josh Allen's nothing. Um, I don't want to say somebody like Lamar Jackson is nothing because these are both both very intriguing prospects in their own right. Um, but I think overrated is, is the is the commonly used phrase. I will say this uh, from the people I've spoken to: really trust, really uh, sharp when it comes to quarterback play, and specifically this quarterback class. People that have done a lot of work on this class. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen, to a man, has been the most widely praised football player um, to me of of the group because of the accuracy, the arm strength, the which is which is good, not great, not Josh Allen level, but it's good enough. The pocket presence, and most importantly, the ability to process and the ability to sit in the pocket and make your progressions and make the right reads and understand what you're looking at both before the snap and after. And from what I've heard, there's really nobody better. Um, and he's great on the whiteboard. He's great. You know, if you want to talk football, you want to talk scheme. He's a little abrasive. I've heard that too. And I heard that he was very willing to take coaches, coaches, NFL coaches to task at the NFL combine. When they ask him questions, he fires right back at them and asks them a question back. Um, and and not gently, so that's something that you're going to have to factor in if you dra- if you draft this guy, uh, and if the Patriots draft him, they're going to have to try to manage that personality a little bit. Um, but to me, that would be the one guy you might trade up for because it sounds like he's the one guy who might slide. And if you want to trade up into the the top ten, 
You want to package those two first-rounders together, that should get you to the top 10 tracks. Maybe make a deal with the 49ers. Maybe you make a deal with the, with the uh, Oakland Raiders before the Dolphins and the Bills pick at 11 and 12. Uh, and, and maybe they love a guy like that, like Rosen, to go up and trade for him. I haven't heard that yet. It would be a surprise to me because they have so many needs to fill right tracks, but it wouldn't shock me if they decided to do it. Okay, everybody wants to know, how would that be received by Tom Brady if they do that? Um, I think it would be interesting because I don't think it would be received the same way it was when Garoppolo was drafted because he was just at a different point in his career then. I think he saw um, a lot more years ahead at that point in 2014. And he saw them bring in this kid as a second rounder and they, they treated him like the next big thing as soon as he got here. And I think that that rubbed him a certain way. I won't say the wrong way because it brought out the best Tom Brady we've ever seen. And that's, that's not hyperbole. Um, I think that that drove him uh, to a certain extent, the fact that they made that pick. Now, if they trade up and draft a guy, uh, I think it would bother him because it would mean they didn't draft a player who could help them right now and help him right now. But I don't think he would necessarily look at it as, oh, you're testing me again. Here I go. Now I'm going to play until I'm 50. Watch this. You're going to have to trade this kid too. Because in all likelihood, you know, even somebody like Rosen, even though he's the most NFL ready, he probably needs a year or two before he's, he's really fully ready to go. And so I think Brady would look at it and say, well, we wasted a pick, but whatever, I'm going to be here for a couple more years anyway, and, and then he's going to take over. It's fine. I don't think he would look at it the, the, like the ins, like almost the insult that it was in terms of the timeline of his career that it was when Garoppolo was drafted. I know we've got to wrap it up here, Phil. Um, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and Rob Gronkowski all back with the Patriots in 2018, correct? I believe so. I really do. I, I think the only... Um, option we haven't explored as far as that trio goes right now is the is the trading Rob Gronkowski option and I don't see that as all that likely right now um a because of his importance to the team but b because if he truly is you know thinking about his long-term career and his long-term prospects playing in the NFL I don't know how much a team would be willing to give up for that guy unless they got private guarantees that no, he he wants to play for five more years. He's good to go as long as you can, as long as we can work out a deal here. Um, but I, I don't see that happening. I would not say that's likely. So I would say the big three, as it were, will be back in 2018. That is Phil Perry of NBC Sports Boston uh, and NBCSportsBoston.com, also of Quick Slants. Um, Phil, how can people follow you, and uh, how do you want them to follow you? Yeah, I'm at Phil A. Perry on Twitter. Um, same on Instagram. You can follow me there, and uh, you'll follow, find all our stuff there. Uh, a lot of draft stuff, is, as you mentioned, Treggs. Thank you for, for uh, all those kind words. You're too kind. But we'll have plenty of draft stuff leading up to the draft here. Um, and I think people are starting to get excited. It's an interesting place to cover the draft, Trags, as you know, because not a whole lot of football coverage in this uh, area outside of those, uh, those BC-obsessed football fans. Um, but I think people really do start to get in, into the draft uh, a couple weeks out, out here. So, um, so we'll have plenty of stuff for everybody to, to check on when it comes to the draft. I'm definitely looking forward to it, Phil. I will see you down in Foxborough on April 26th. I want to thank everybody for downloading today's Patriots Beat. I want to once again thank our terrific guest, Phil Perry 
from NBC Sports Boston. You can follow him on Twitter, as he mentioned, at Phil A. Perry. You can also give us a follow at Patriots CLNS and at CLNS Media. Of course, give my own personal account a follow at Trags. Today's sponsor, 4hims.com. For Patriots content manager Michael Longi, CLNS Media executive producer Larry H. Russell, and the founder of the network, Nick Gelso. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. This is Mike Petralia, and this is the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by CLNS Media. What's going on, Pass Nation? This is Marvin Zahn of the CLNS Media Network, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show hosted by myself and my co-host, Mr. Mike Nice. And live on CLNS Radio immediately after every single pass game, call in at 929-477-2386 toll-free to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars and sorries of the day, Twitter posts for the plays of the game, and everything else that is going on with the five-time Super Bowl champion. Subscribe to CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show on iTunes and Stitcher, and the best way, download the free CLNS Media Network mobile app for on-demand listening anytime, anyplace, anywhere.